Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone-themed podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out, and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are... Wacky Wes. Mikey Dread. Art Faulkner. Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Show Out. Tonight we are joined by our Lord and Master, Andrew Sashrank. Good evening. Everyone's favourite curry kitten. Oh. Uh, my little Tony. Bonjour. Uh, the Blokes Against Boats from Wings and Wheels, Mike Brooks. Oh yeah. And Nigel Jaffa Cake, the man. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> and I'm bright till I fly. Hello and welcome. Frank, what have you got in store for us tonight? Well, so at the time of recording, we've got a couple of weeks till Wings and Wheels. And uh, by the time it all goes out on the podcast, it will be less than that. Um, but I thought we should, uh, you know, seeing as it's basically, as far as I can tell, the first properly publicly open event this year in the UK. Uh, RC wise, um, I mean, there's there's the Western one going on this weekend, but it seems like if it is public, they're being quiet about it. So, Wings and Wheels seems like the first big one. We should we should have them on and you know, tell us what's going on and what we can look forward to. So, Mike and Nigel, uh, what what have you been hard at work getting ready for for the big launch? Um, well, everything. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a lot you know these events are like um yeah this is the second one i mean obviously second one should have been last year got cancelled along with all the other events mm. um so wings and wheels haven't traditionally had drones at that show it's been wings and wheels funnily enough um I, and they decided to have drones 2019 and uh, asked me if i could arrange that it was quite small the first year tony was there flying x class with uh with Danny, um, which went down an absolute storm. Um, and we had uh, a couple of tiny whoops. We had a uh, drone junkie there. We had um, the uh, the guy from Drone User Magazine, Steve Timewell. Mm-hmm. He, um, he demoed some uh, camera drones. And it was just a very casual affair. Um, 2020 should have been the first proper tiny whoop British Championships. Uh, and again, the pandemic um put paid to that so um and we didn't even know if the show was going to go ahead this year until maybe three months ago when boris decided yes we can and (laughs) and so it's been a mad rush since then to get things ready so Mm. um yeah this year it's it is going to be a lot bigger than the first year um we've got two separate marquees one for we've got an outside flight line um we've demoing again so we've got x class again tony's coming and and Danny, we've got uh, um, we've got two other X-class pilots, uh, Martin and Colin. Um, I forget the second names. Oh, Martin, Clive. Ray, of I course. think it was Clive. Clive. Oh, Clive. Clive. Sorry, it is. It's Clive. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so I'm kind of hoping we'll get to see four X-class up in the air at one time. Whether that's possible or not, I don't. Is that know, enough for a race? Is there, is there enough space there for? There is enough for a, a simple race with maybe a simple <laughs> oval. Um, but that'll be down to uh, Tony and the guys to decide whether they've. Sounds good the... to me. Already. <laughs> um, so Martin's already said he's going to bring some flags and stuff down so that we can nice. set something simple up. So the open flight line will have X class. It's got a lot of um, pro camera drones as well because it's not just about racing and it was always been set up that way. It's about everything drone. That's why they call it drone fest. Um, so Stephen Timewell's running that outside line. He's got lots of different professional pilots coming along and doing demos as well as the X class. We've got a couple of guys, Tom Mundy being one of them. He's a great pilot. He's doing demos for uh, five inch um, as well. Um, and a couple of other pilots. 
And so the, the open flight line should be a lot of fun, a lot for people to see. And then we've got a second marquee, and that's uh, dedicated to Tiny Whoop, which is my passion right now, hence the... <laughs> um, and we are actually open it, running an open championships for Wings and Wheels. We've got 25 competitive pilots. Uh, uh, heats during the Saturday, uh, finals on the Sunday, um, LED track. Um, for those that camp and stay over, if, if people haven't bought tickets yet, if you're going to do and you're going to stay over, you get to see all the night racing, the night flying like they do at Western. Um, but uh, we'll have the night track lit up and, and that's when the team racing kicks in. So we're having team racing, tiny up team racing in the evening. Uh, and then a tiny up party to finish off on the Saturday night with beer pong, team beer pong, would you believe? So, yeah, so lots of fun and lots of things. Drone Junkie going to be there with a load of uh, extra exhibits as well. They've got, um, he does these, is it 174th scale, Mike? I can't remember. Uh, 172nd or 176th, I think. Right. They're absolutely really tiny. Um, and he's got a drag track set up for that with a, uh, a laser timer and everything for people to compete on. <laughs> We've got FPV rock crawling um, for, that people can get involved in. Yeah, there's loads going on. So it should be a good, fun show. Nice. Finley Stannard was asking if there's any five-inch, like, as in not, not just the demo, but any five-inch racing or open flight lines for people to kind of fly in. There is no five-inch racing as such. We We made this decision consciously when we did the first one, because we, we do believe there's, there's, there's a lot of events do do five-inch racing. It takes a lot of organising, and then you've got the safety aspects. We wanted to make this an all-round, so there's demos of various things, mm-hmm. and five-inch does take up a lot of space. We Tiny Whoop isn't getting enough exposure. There's many clubs around the club, Tiny Whoop clubs, but they don't really have a big event to mm. show off what they do. So that's why the decision was... Let's dedicate Wings and Wheels to Tiny Whoop mainly for the racing and give those pilots a chance to have a big event to go to. So no mm-hmm. no five-inch racing. There will be demoing. And I'll, I'll get back to Finley. I have got his email. I'll get back to him on whether the open track the, um, will allow us to do fun fly um, mm. for five-inch in the evening. That's a possibility. But I can't promise anything. But we'll find out. I'll ask Steve and see, see if we can arrange that. Mm. Yeah, Hopefully, so, Finley. Cross your, cross your fingers there. <laughs> I hope so. So for people coming along, Nigel, what do they have to know that's special and different due to whatever the COVID regulations are at that particular time? Yeah. Well, that's raised its ugly head, hasn't it? Um, we all hoped it was <laughs> all over. Well look at the elephant in the room. Yeah. We were all getting ready to party and then, then we, yeah, then Boris hit us with one. Well, um, it's not going to change the event as such. Um, we're still um, going to have a lot of fun. It's not It's not changed. Um, we've not had to take any of the exhibits down or, or anything like that. Um, for spectators, um, weather permitting, and we mean as in wind, because tiny ones don't like a lot of wind, we are quite confident we'll be able to open one side of the marquee um, so that people, there's no restriction on people then watching the racing, the tiny one racing on the outside. The open flight line, there's no difference. They can watch that. It's inside the marquees where there's going to be a difference. If we do have to close the marquee and they come inside, it'll be a two-metre distance and, and spectators wearing face masks, unfortunately. Um, the bar is table service, as are the burger bars, but they've done... Uh, all of those guys have been doing events this year where that's been the case, so they're all well set up for that. Um, so the only difference is if we do have to go inside the marquee, spectator-wise, they'll have to wear a mask. And we'll have to limit the numbers. Other than that, um, you know, for us, for the pilots, um, I'm currently in the middle of building some perspex screens to go between the pilots where they sit down so that we don't have to wear masks. None of the pilots will need to wear masks. Um, uh, and same for the race control table, um, which is probably a good thing. That way the race controller and the commentator can't fight then because there's a screen between them (laughs) (laughs) anything to add mike because i've probably missed loads um not as far as covid drags i think (laughs) i mean there's going to be a net in place to 
stop the spectators getting too close. Um, that's about it with COVID. Yeah. More positive note. Uh, how's the? How are you doing the the team racing? How's that going to work? Mike, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, okay, so it's going to be teams of four. Um, it's essentially going to be a relay race. Uh, all pilots have to take their turn. Um, so pers- first pilot goes up, does as many laps as he wants to do, comes in, someone's ready to unplug him and plug the next drone in. Next pilot goes off, tries to get as many laps done in a certain amount of time. So it, it's going to be absolute chaos, but it'll be brilliant fun. <laughs> and how are the how are the teams being put up? I mean, are there still spaces or...? Uh, team racing, we are still doing tickets for that. I believe you have to contact Wings and Wheels directly to get them. Ideally, if four teams joined at four, that would be absolutely brilliant so we don't have to put any more people in teams. Um, but we can always work around it. <laughs> how's, minute, how's best for people to actually uh, do that then? Is that an email address or is that a, a link on the website somewhere? Uh, there is a link on the website, I believe. I'm not sure if they've actually done tickets specifically for it or not. Yeah, I you can contact. It's uh, Wings and Wheels, Wings and Wheels. So Wings and Wheels, one word, dot net. Um, uh, there's a link on, on, you'll find, if you just search Wings and Wheels on Facebook, you'll find the link. Um, and just contact them and just let them know that you want to have the reduced price ticket. I believe they're doing it, I think it's £30. And that includes the camping. That's for the whole weekend, camping, and you will get to enter the team racing if you want to. Also, a fun fly in the evening. We open the track on the Saturday evening so people can want to bring the whoops, they can fly. Um, Anyone who's coming to the event anyway, maybe they're flying wings, you've got a whoop. Um, The track will be open from, what time, Mike? Maybe 9 o'clock, something like that. Maybe a bit later. Uh, Free track, we're looking at around 8 o'clock, hopefully. So it'll be a free track. So if people have brought the whoops with them, they can they can fly um, and enjoy that. Um, the, the reason for the nickname Jaffa Cake, um, we're all flying. This is I'll tell you what's really wonderful about this event as well. All the race organisers, and we've got organisers from different clubs, Mike's from uh, Drone Racing Cornwall. You know, we've got uh, Paul Jaggers from indoor racing uh, London. We've got, you know, a lot of the main uh, Tiny Whoop uh, club organisers and we're all racing. There's not a single person there that isn't actually racing. So there's nobody just sat behind a desk. Um, And I'm in a team called Bakery Boys and we've all changed our pilot names to different cakes. Um, I'm Jaffa Cake. We've got Lemon Drizzle, Mini mini Rolls Rule. uh, Yeah, Mini Rolls Rule. fruit, Fruit Pie, I think. Uh, baked berry pie. Baked berry pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, slightly controversial there. If you if you is a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit, and I don't know about the pie. So is that supposed to be good? But yeah, I get the general impression. Just um, yeah, I think we've got six teams at the moment, Mike. Um, yes, we, yeah, I think so. Yes, six teams. And you know, if we could get another two teams, so if we're racing four teams at a time. That would be perfect. So there is definitely space. You know, maybe you four, you four could put a let's run out team together and come and join Tony at, at Wings and Wheels. I don't own a whoop. My doom is I'm broken. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm go- my whoop's probably in the same state. Um, yeah, it's pretty much not good. But I might buy one off Gem when I'm there because I haven't had a fly of a whoop for a a tiny week for a long time so yeah if he's got any stuff for sale i'm sure he will have i might i might participate you in know Jamie's he's always got stuff for sale he has <laughs> he has <laughs> well yeah but jack are you are you gonna um turn up I and say hello so. to everyone i believe so yes i should i should show up um i don't know whether i'll be welcome to chase you around for a bit of chase footage for the the X cast, if you want me to do that, I'm sure you'll probably be allowed. Yeah, I, I think can... that'd be great. I think that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, man. No worries. I, I, uh... I want to drag race an X class in my little toothpick. We talked about this the other night. What, what if we had a tiny whoop, a toothpick, 
a five inch and an X class all lined up um, in a one off drag race to see 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 who won. I think it would be pretty spectacular. And a beast class in between, I think. Missing one. Yeah. <laughs> like a seven inch or something. You could probably Stick do that. Maybe. And maybe get one of the Mavic Mavic Airs to join <laughs> it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can ju- I can just film us all. I thought you were talking about strapping a uh, tiny whoop on an X car and then getting a bit of a cellar tape on there, you know. It'd be funny to stack them all up and have them take off from each other. <laughs> maybe, maybe if someone's brave enough to try and um, recreate um, the Danny and um, um, the incident at, at last oh time's God, Wings and yeah. Wheels, that, that was just incredible. Um, sure. Oh. Pure, pure fluke, but yeah. Who was the young pilot? I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of. Um, oh, he'll kill me if he's watching this as well. But his name's gone out of my head now. Um, um, I can't remember his name. I can. He was in Team GB that went to Korea as well. He's he's not he's not a, an unknown pilot. No, he's he's quite well known. He's completely forgotten his name. Let's yeah, play dementia. They were all getting old. I'm fifty now, so. You know, I've got um, an excuse. Oh my god! The, what does what, what, what does his name start with? Does anyone know in the chat? Can, <laughs> can someone Google it? Do, do, you, do you want to tell us a story and maybe it'll come back to you? Yeah. So this this young pilot, he was demoing. Um, he, he was demoing five inch at the show, and obviously Tony and and Danny were were demoing the X class, and we got invited to go onto the main flight line with the fixed wings. Oh yeah, great. So. Um, and we also had Carlos um, with a tiny whoop. We had one of the mm-hmm. 85 HD tiny whoops. And so he was he was scanning the crowd doing that. We had uh, Tony and Danny flying the X-Class. And we had, and I was hoping his name had come to me because I'm pretty Danny? Um, uh, no. He's a young pilot. Yeah. Um, so, we had, and so we had the young pilot with his five inch. Um, and... <laughs> And then he was doing a chase and he's right behind Danny. And Danny slowed down for a second for some reason. I think he was getting ready to do a turn and, and come back. And as he slowed down, in between his arms, he went straight through the middle of the arms, underneath <laughs> the props, straight through. Danny didn't see this. Um, yeah, basically straight through without hitting a prop. And, and both of them were fine. We all get back to the, our our marquee later afterwards, and uh, and he's jumping up and down. He's going, I can't believe what happened. You've got to see the footage. He put it on his laptop. And when we have played it in slow motion, he actually did go straight through <laughs> the arms without hitting a prop. Absolutely incredible. Nice. Um, and at the same, I was commentating in the commentary box with all this, and at the same time, um, I was explaining about the tiny whoops, and I'm saying to everybody, <coughs> tiny whoops. Perfectly safe. Um, you know, you can't get injured with a tiny whoop. Absolutely fantastic. And as I came out of the commentary box, Carlos, who'd been flying this 85 mil um, HD whoop, he stood there with a cut on his cheek. Oh, and he'd yeah. accidentally face bumped him, face punched himself with the quad and cut himself. And there's me <laughs> telling everybody it's perfectly safe. And outside, the public are watching him um, <laughs> smash himself in the face. It was a great, it was fun. That, that, it's going to kill me, Tony, not remembering, <laughs> not remembering his name. He's going to kill me. I can find <laughs> out. Let me, let me go off air for two seconds and find out, because I know who knows. Uh, are you going to have any, any simulators sitting around the side somewhere? Really sadly, not, not oh. this year. And it's a real shame, because Tiny Whoop Goal's becoming really, really popular. It's got, doing really well. Um, but unfortunately, um, uh, Ray Smith, who, who who has all that kit and is is the genius behind it, um, he's tied up at the moment. He's doing a lot of work with with schools and colleges. Um, not a lot of people know he's got a third sim uh, called um, Rotor Pilot, which is a professional simulator pilot called Camera Drones, etc. Um, and so he's doing a lot of work with universities. Uh, and organisations with that, which went really well. So unfortunately, he's busy, um, and you know, he, I could have run it, but I, you know, me and Mike will be far too busy making sure that uh, 
the team racing. <laughs> it doesn't become too much chaos. Alfie, Alfie Mitchell. Alfie Mitchell, of course. Yeah, well, I pictured his face, so I just forgot his bloody name. As but a test, yeah, we're going to ask a... you for that name again in 15 minutes to see if it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was Alfie. He's a really good pilot, isn't he? He is. He's he's underrated, Alfie, because, I mean, he, he made it to um, South Korea, um, not last year, year before, to the World Championships. Yeah. Um, and he he's, he was absolutely fantastic. And he's he doesn't he's like a bit like Luke Bannister, where he doesn't he just doesn't feel pressure, you know. And he's such a a good ambassador as well for the sport because he's such a pleasant lad, so so nice. Um, bit like you know like Gary Kent, he's another pilot from the past who's just one of those guys who's so nice on camera. Anybody asks him, he's happy to talk to them, you know. Um, yeah, great lad. It's a shame he couldn't make it this year. Would have loved to see him again. <laughs> Did I say Alfie Mitchell? Was it Alfie Mitchell? No, it was Alfie like, Mitchell. Yeah, someone saying wasn't he in EastEnders? EastEnders. It's not that one. It's not. No, it's definitely one. Alfie Mitchell. <laughs> he was. We had um, Kelsey there as well, didn't we? Yeah, I let her fly my X class. Uh, That's right. That was a nerve wracking moment, but she did well. <laughs> she did very well. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she had a go of it, but. She's a really good pilot, so I, I was just like, yeah, go on, you, you have a go. Yeah. Fossil's going to be bringing any uh, giant frames along with them, either the uh, Thor or... I think he's probably... Uh, I think we're doing... it. Fossil is going to do a little um, bits to sell some things because I knew the new, the new S3's out. And probably there's a few Thors for sale. And I know there's some of our long-range Tomahawk quads for sale as well. Mm. So I'll probably display mine because I haven't crashed it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Yet. So I think there's a few of them for sale as well. So, yeah, you can come along and have a look at some fossil stuff, stuff, as it were. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if Martin's going to forgive me for this, but... He said to me on a call last night, he might even be persuaded to fly himself at the show. I hope so. He never flies. He always, oh, I'll let the young lads do it. But it'd be great to see him fly. More X class up at the same time, the better. When we went to Texas, he stuck it in the drink. (laughs) (laughs) We went to the Worlds in Texas and he. um, Surprised there was any in Texas. I there were, we in my head, it's a, just a very big, dry, empty space. It was dry, but it was on a big ranch with a with a lake on on it, and we mm. had to fly around the lake. And I don't know if it's his first lap; it was probably his first, second lap. And uh, yeah, he, shoo, straight in the drink, but it all dried out all right. We was all right. It didn't fly after that though. So hopefully, he'll fly. <laughs> hopefully, he'll fly. Um, There's no water at North Wheels. He'll be fine. No, good. <laughs> just just the odd manned aircraft that's all yeah because <laughs> yeah there's oh, the uh the the nat the kind of vintage red arrow that's that's labeled as being displayed i think they're actually going to be flying it and everything and there's a few other manned aircraft that are quite common at north wield um yeah so yeah, we all have um, all the race directors we have to have a radio um, because it's still, even though there's nobody scheduled to land or take off there, because we're actually, a, they actually use the runway as the main flight line. Um, if there was a, you know, an emergency landing coming, we mm-hmm. we get the call and we have to clear the, and let them come in. And um, I believe it has actually happened once during mm. the model air show. So, yeah, it's quite exciting. Oh, Tony, that is beautiful. She's coming to Wings and Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Come visit Coco at Wings and Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, we 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 was mentioned about this ourselves before uh, coming on tonight. We, we we should arrange to say a time where we'll all be in the beer tent or outside the beer tent. Um, and yeah, uh, time we're not going to be around <laughs> when, when are you not going to be displaying your X class, Tony? When are you not going to be flying? So I'm stopping at five and hitting the beer from five thirty. There we go. Five thirty at the beer tent. LDO meetup. Anyone listening, come and say hi. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. 5.30 at the beer tent. And if you're camping, then what, around 8, 8.30, beer pong in the tiny little tent? Can you explain beer pong? So we've got a professional... You, what, beer pong, you've never played beer pong? Never heard of it. Only the Thailand one, I don't know. If right. Ah, uh, no. Is it anything like that one? <laughs> Similar. <laughs> um, we, we may, you may not have quite the same accuracy. Um, yeah, you have a long table um, with cups at each end with beer in them, traditionally with beer in, and a ping pong ball, and the teams take turns. And if you, you throw the ping pong ball, if it lands in the cup of, a, a, of the opposing team, the person who's turn it is on the other team, has to drink the beer out of that cup and then it's their goal to throw. You just take turns. Um, obviously, because of COVID, um, we've had to change the rules slightly, um, but we've made it rather more potent. So the cups will have water in them. So if a cup, if a ball lands in the uh, water, um, then that person that the cup's landed in um, has to take a shot and there'll be various shots there from whiskey to ouzo, to, uh, and we've got disposable shot glasses. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I do ouzo, but I, dr- I got drunk on whiskey, and once you've got drunk on something like that, you can never drink it again. Even the smell. Oh, no. Ouzo, <laughs> I can handle. Whiskey, no. But I'll be up for playing some um, beer pong. Yeah, I'll be a laugh. We're hoping the teams will stay in the teams as well with, as much as possible and maybe um, and have a, a bit of rivalry off the track on the beer pong table. And it's a pro- we've got a professional beer pong table as well. So it's, professional it's, yeah. beer pong. Oh yeah, Just, they have, there's professional in the in the United States. They have bars dedicated to beer pong where, and they actually have American championships in beer pong. Believe it or not. I mean, I oh, guess oh. if there's professional like drone races, why shouldn't there be professional? Fair, there's like a world championship yeah. bog snorkeling. So beer pong is <laughs> you know, quite normal in comparison, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, what for this? Oh, oh, we've got the pres- pre- um, the procession as well, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Procession. Yeah, oh, the so lorries. The wings the side of, of Wings and Wheels. They have the mm-hmm. um, Timara truck guys there, and they've got their own marquee. In there, they set up an entire town with the RC diggers, you know, the, uh, the really expensive four grand a piece, all metal, diggers, the trucks and all that, and they, they do all of that. And just before the fireworks display in the evening, they take all the trucks down to the entry gate because Wings and Wheels is set on a long road, unlike Western Park, if you've been there, which is like spread out over fields and no one can ever find the drones because they're on the hill right at the back. This is on a long road um, with everything either side of that road. So they, they do a procession of all the trucks in the evening with all the lights on and the flashing lights and all yeah, the sounds cool. all the way up. And this year we've been invited to join them with all the tiny ones and fly with them as they do the profession. <laughs> so we're hoping that all the pilots will obviously line of sight because we won't have enough video channels. But um, Is this yeah. before beer pong or after beer pong? This is before beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think that we're going to have to ask Lurgy in the chat which side he's going to be on because uh, he's, he's known known for both. So be interested to know which which side of that fence he's going to come down on. And um, Lurgy's in the chat. Um, yep. Yeah, tell Lurgy to join the Facebook group that we've sent sent him several reminders for the <laughs> Pilots Facebook group. Yeah, Lurgy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean the. There's because there are also are the helis uh, another separate thing or is are they on the like the main flight line with the w- w- fixed wing stuff? Um, no, they are they have their own area, but I'm I, I'm not actually hundred percent sure where the helis are because hmm. um, we're in a different part of the airfield this year. There's a lot more room. We're in a much better spot. They've moved us oh. to. Um, if you remember Tony, where we were, we're right at the bottom end of the runway. And the control tower and all the hangars were at the other end. We're at that end now with the hangars and the, where the oh, control cool. tower is. So there's a lot more room and space, especially for camping. It's a much nicer area. Um, I'm not sure where they've put the helis, but there are helis there. Um, the commentator is um, Nick Johnson. Um, many people know he's, he's, he's 
dulcet tones. Um, yeah. Great commentator. So he's commentating the whole event. Not the tiny one. We'll be doing that ourselves. Um, Mike's looking forward to that. He's <laughs> <laughs> shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, and there's yeah. there's a big bring and buy still, isn't there? I think is that still. Yeah, Andy's yeah. mate. Still, is that Phil doing that bring and buy? I think I could be wrong, but I could be I could be very wrong. But I either way, there's a big bring and buy, which there is. There's one every year. It it just means I'm going to take a massive plane home in my boot. Hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's about right. Um, yeah, I, I can, can add it to my collection of big planes that aren't currently flightworthy. Um, oh, have you got a collection like that as well? Have you? Yep, it's growing. It's grown dramatically since. I, I think I'm car. up to. I think I'm up to 25 now in total. Oh, it's not got that only about yet. eight are flying. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I'll tell you what yeah. was impressive the first year, the RC um, hot air balloons. I was going to ask you if the hot air balloons are going to get Yeah, and not really only are they coming this year, but there's three times as many, apparently. With two oh, last cool. year, weren't there? There's six mm. this year. Um, Please explain more, because instantly I think high air balloons. I'm thinking, aside from the fact there's a guy that can pull the thing and makes the the burner happen, they're kind of at the... They're just in the elements. They're just floating yes. off in the wind, aren't they? They How's are. He asked, is it more of a sort of free flight model, kind of? It is. <laughs> and they, have a, they actually have a fuel tank in them, um, and all that they can do with the control. Apparently there is some... With, with the air vent on the top, just like on a real balloon, there is some um, control, slight control, not a lot. You're in Kind of up and down, essentially, yeah, though, isn't it? pretty much. And they've got, they're just the same as a as the real thing. They're pretty big, these, these hot air balloons. Um, I don't know what scale they are, but they're really impressive. They have a little gas canister on and, and blows actual, you know, mm. flames into them. And they, they're really impressive. Um, we've got some great, um, drone footage flying around them last year. Yeah. So, is, yeah, it, is that going to be a, a kind of dusk thing as well, like eight thirty nine, yeah. something like that? Yeah, they come out as as light starts to go down. They come out as the fireworks display goes on, and and then all the night flying um, happens. All the wi- all the wings, obviously, with all the LEDs. Um, they have a crazy free flight, just as same as Western Park do, where you know anything goes for a. For, for half an hour and everything's up there at once. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. There's a wonderful I'm... atmosphere, Wings and Wheels. Um, it's a really relaxed, friendly family atmosphere. Um, yeah, I think anybody yeah. who goes will enjoy it. I really enjoyed it because it was that, it was just nice and relaxed all day. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating that I've just discovered there's there's another RC niche that I didn't know about, which is... You're a hot air balloon now, don't you? Well, <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm instantly thinking, have they got like GPS trackers in or are they guys just like, <laughs> quick, get the car? We, it's going out <laughs> I just don't know how it works. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. Well, you'll need to come along and chat to the guys. Maybe you can get them on your show. That'd be cool. That is crazy. Just like a little tank of butane, servo. I think of they were else. really they were really cool to watch, especially uh, at dusk when when the flames light out light up and they were just cruising up and down. It was really cool. I feel I could make my own one. I've got a camping stove and a Tesco's bag. I reckon <laughs> I could get something launched fairly quickly here. Oh my god! It is actually a thing. Hang on, I'm doing a bit of a so we are actually going to have <laughs> oh, like the little wicker basket. It goes bang, and it is a drone. It's going to well, be. It's like... definitely going to be an LDO thing if we make <laughs> it out of a Tesco bag, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. up our street. That'd be good. Uh, Lurgy says they're on a piece of string, like a kite. He's put it back oh. again. Ah. 
They're not that brave then. <laughs> <laughs> we could be pioneers here, guys. We're, we're going to do the, the proper long range hot air ballooning <laughs> with a chase yeah. car. When it fail safes, it just does return to wherever. <laughs> <laughs> just just continue on. to be on. <laughs> yeah. Wild blue yonder. See, it's it? all gone quiet now as you all look up. I'm fascinated. I am definitely looking. Oh, there's even an owl-shaped one. (laughs) An owl-shaped one. Yeah, they're like bigger than you expect. Hang on, I can. They are uh, quite big, to be fair. uh, You know, like hang on this. I do um, love the wacky end of RC. I like uh, funny copters as well. If I said that right, I always forget it. Flying bird models. Yeah, funny options. Look at the size of them. Wow, that is serious, isn't it? Legit, like. I mean, since you bring in, since you bring in Coco along anyway, Tony. Here's the owl one. I'd like to put her in there. Can you imagine no. she like falls asleep in one of the bars? I would just put Tony in there. Yeah, oh, I mean, I, Tony's I, I, pretty I, little. I, this is like full size to Tony, isn't like. it? Really? <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we cut him up a bit. <laughs> uh, you basket. What scale do you think they are? I mean, looking at the size of them. I don't know. Like, I've never seen a hot air balloon like yeah. up close in real life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're, I bet they're like massive. They're they look big, big, but so are real balloons. They're really big, aren't they? I, I reckon yeah. temp scale. Hmm. Yeah, I was just going by the basket and just like, usually they're what? A few meters across and that looks what? I think you've got to maybe make them yourself. 15, so maybe fifth scale? I don't know. No, it's not fifth scale. Well, it's got you even buy something like that. Yeah, That's got to be German. Is. Has to be the Germans. Only they would do something like this. <laughs> well, it does have I mean, a German uh, URL on the side there. Guaranteed yeah. Banggood will be selling one. <laughs> <laughs> Richard one. Warwick said his wife just said no to RC Hot Air Balloons. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I have to sneak. If I get a new whoop or a, a new lipo, I have to sneak it in the house. I'll have it delivered to work so that, that she don't find out. There's no way I'm going to sneak one of them through the post, is there? <laughs> Amazon no. lockers, man. That's what they're all about. And <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think at uh, Popham, they did have a, a service where you could get your delivery sent to Popham and they'd hold on to it for you so you could collect it from there rather than. It being yeah. delivered to your home. No, that's I'm a good idea. And <laughs> we'll make the invoice out to whatever you say it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New kiss. Or usually it's about 20 quid. That's the that yeah. level. It's always 20 quid. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you zero. I wasn't blaming you guys, but I would, you know. What do you mean there's no room in the spare bedroom, Richard? You, it folds up. It's a balloon. It's like... You don't need any space. You just roll it up. Just tell her you thought you were buying a picnic basket and it came with this extra <laughs> cover to sit on. Don't give him ideas. So all of a sudden you become Yogi the Bear. <laughs> tell her you, bought, you thought you were buying a full-size one to take her on a romantic ride. Uh, it looks bigger sunset, on the listing. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's big. <laughs> Typical Wish.com stuff, yeah. Uh, someone's asking, can they buy tickets on the door or on the gate? Is that, is that yes, a thing? you can. Yeah, you can buy on the gate. Um, you're better off booking them and buying them beforehand. Uh, the reason being, um, due to the um, continuing lockdown, um, the show is limited to 4,000 spectators at any one time. So if it was busy, and you're buying at the gate and you haven't already got a ticket, you could potentially find that the show's full. Um, I don't know how strict they're going to be on the 4,000, but um, that's 4,000 spectators, not um, that doesn't include the people that are staff and people that are you know, showing mm. the planes, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah, um, and I think the weekend's going to be nice weather as well. So I think um, my advice would be get one beforehand. Yeah. Remember, There's a uh, discount two, as well. Two years ago, it was absolutely boiling, wasn't it? It was so oh, hot. Yes. 
I think it, I think it, don't think it's going to be quite as hot this year. Um, I think it's showing 22, 24 degrees, something like that. I don't mind. I it. think it was like 32 or something ridiculous. It was so, so hot. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> we had things taped to the to the inside of the marquee for the... We had little bits of um, tiny walk gates, just the pilots to fly through and demo the tiny walks. It kept melting the glue on the on the uh, on the gaffer tape, and things kept falling <laughs> off because nothing had stayed stuck. It was that wow. hot. Yeah, it was a warm one. <coughs> yeah, we're hoping to have a really impressive track. No, we are going to have an impressive track, aren't we, Mike? Um, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of our drone racing Cornwall lads is uh, doing all the track design for it, and he just makes absolutely amazing tracks out of virtually nothing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the clubs have chipped in with the track equipment as well, so there'll be bits from all over the place. Um, I think we've got two infinity tunnels. Um, if, we, if we can get mine in the car. If, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a trailer. I've got that much stuff now, I'm having to take my trailer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we've got infinity tunnels and all the usual stuff. Um, at night, we've got UV... Um, two huge UV lamps um, and a lot of the gates have been painted in UV reflective paint um, so it all glows and yeah, it'll be a lot of, the, the night time will be very colourful let's say black, um, black light blue not UVC I'm hoping oh no it's safe it's, these are these are a proper not, UV not germ yeah germicidal for the old no. <laughs> and you'll end up with welders I no I they're, all, like, they're ah. from they're from nightclubs. They're, they're two proper spotlights from nightclubs. Um, no worries. So they'll be awesome. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not a thing anymore since COVID. Um, what was <laughs> I going to say? You know when you do beer pong, you might want to put some antibacterial stuff in the water. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, well just replace the water with hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Uh, everybody wears rubber gloves. Just don't drink it. Mind you, you'll probably still get peed or pissed on the hand sanitizer, can't you? I think most of it's alcohol. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's probably some like methanol in there or something that you probably shouldn't. Yeah, it does the same thing. Disclaimer don't drink hand sanitizer, people. <laughs> Tony, ever. I'm sure mine's got alcohol in it. Definitely. Well, when times are hard, you know, breweries have turned to. It's, most of it's coming from breweries at the moment anyway, isn't it? So be, yeah. be careful around busy roads. Uh, don't be on fire. Be careful around busy roads. Don't take our advice. That is. Frank, you, you, you outdo yourself every time. That's about right. Oh, uh, man. Like, oh, can you imagine distilling distilling hand sanitizer to drink here tony <laughs> going tony going in being curious like have you got a cold one and the next, do you have an ipa yeah i'm really looking forward to there being you know a field for the people yeah nerding out about stuff and all sharing it around I, I think that'd be good be good to like, see people again yeah, yeah see stuff happening Looking forward to I that. Think for me, that's that. I mean, when we we were putting this together, and me and Mike, Mike were talking about the scheduling for the racing and stuff, and what we didn't want was, you know, it being too serious. Mike hmm. um, did all the scheduling, um, and there's racing for half an hour, and then there's a break for half an hour. Um, there's, it's not dead air in that break. We've got Samel doing stuff with his. These crazy cars and, and things like that. There's something, there's something going on all the time. But it gives pilots a break and a chance to um, enjoy the show as well. It gives all the race organisers a chance. Because I think what we wanted, this is the first time a lot of people have even seen other pilots in, in over a year or, or seen their friends or been out. So mm. we wanted it to be fun and real mm. So and that's the emphasis on making, making sure it's, hence the beer pong. You know, it's all about let's just have a good time have a drink and see all our friends and chat and, and just make it fun. Um, Cause I'm not a big fan of racing being over serious anyway. Um, mm. You know, yeah. I've seen what it does to some pilots who used to love the hobby and then 
hated it because of the pressure. Um, not that you know there's a place for for it, but I don't think in, in terms of tying up, the whole point of tying up is the social side of it is is as important as the flying. Um, so I think it's important to make sure the events stay fun. Definitely, yeah. And and uh, yeah, so so Mike, you've you've been dragged in this year as well. Um. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Is your uh, cow all right? Um, yeah, I don't know what it ate, but it, it didn't smell good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, done all the scheduling. That was, well, I'm, I'm hoping it works out fine. Um, the plan is within the half an hour sort of qualifying, there'll be two teams racing and... We're only looking at getting four races in within the half hour time slot, so it's no, it's not rushed or anything like that, and it should just be a good laugh. Yeah, well, that's, I think that'll be a relief to a few of the people who've been in the chat saying that they're uh, going along to the racing and and probably they're, they're worried about not being the best. And it sounds like there's oh, don't worry, I'm flying. I never <laughs> compete, and. Um, we made we we you know we all agreed everybody's going to fly and everybody's going to compete, um, so I'll probably be last, um, you know, um, or, or very near. The, I'll certainly be in the bottom three or four, and um, so yeah, you needn't worry about that. And it's not about that anyway. It's about turning up and having a laugh and taking part. Golfing rules <laughs> in terms yeah. of team racing, and then it, it's right, yeah. it's all about bragging rights with the team racing. Yeah, all goes out the window then. Everything. <laughs> yeah, on the on the team racing, there's, there's all the tactics involved. I can't wait to see how teams. We've left certain things in the rules. Um, yeah, sort of open-ish to interpretation, so that you know we're hoping to see some crafty tactics in the team racing because there's no hard set rules for the team racing at the minute. Um, but well, we want to see more. I'm I'm a big believer in team racing. I think there should be way more of it. I think yeah. drone racing should all be team racing and not individual racing. Take the pressure off individual pilots, and and getting sponsorship and stuff. You're far more likely to get sponsorship as a hobby grows for a team and people following a team than an individual. So I'm a mm. big fan of it, um, and and certainly with Tiny Wolf, and it and it's so much more fun for me. Yeah, I mean that was that was why we did the the team racing at Mini Air Show was like you know it makes it so that it is definitely not that kind of very highly strung competitive and it's, it is still competitive but it's a bit more of a because um, it is team against team it's a bit more kind of yeah. poking fun at each other rather than kind of a really partially competitive environment it just kind of evens it out a bit keeps it a bit more lighthearted and you know if people are are going along with people to the same uh, kind of level then it's kind of more about working with each other than against each other in a a nicer way um yeah which is nice um and and like you say you then get a bit of a kind of team identity and you get people you know Jaffa cake, you know, you you wouldn't probably put yourself down as Jaffa cake if you weren't on a on a team, and so you do kind of get that that fun element to it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Quite nice. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a league. I mean, in the US, Jesse's, um, you know, trying to get that. You know, the Tiny Up Club Network. You've probably not, you may not, unless you're into your Tiny Ups, you won't have heard of that. But there's a, now a network where all clubs are getting um, support. And working together to try and come up with common rule sets and sharing ideas and working together. And um, and they're trying to get a league together in the US where a team league that teams can travel around and they're going with the traveling with the mates, maybe going for a weekend to an event mm-hmm. and, and team competitions. Um, and I really hope that takes off and I'd love to see that for the UK. I'd also love to see uh, an X class league in the UK, Tony. Um, and I don't know. I'm looking forward to speaking to Martin and seeing how, how that's coming along. Um, I think that'd be awesome. I hope it will happen. It's been a few years now. The components yeah. are getting cheaper. Except we've all left. <laughs> we've left uh, the EU and bits are a bit harder <laughs> to find than normal. 
Um, but yeah, we we hope to get something done. Um, yeah, it'd be good to chat. It'd be so good to catch up with everyone, like you're saying. Yeah, be uh, just really really nice. Um, what what are the dates in case anyone's listening? Or and and I'm I'm pretty sure our uh, podcast will go out before the dates. Uh, it's a week a week this Saturday, which is the 26th and 27th of June. Yes. So. And try to pre-book in case you get shut out because they're only letting, what was it, 4,000? Yeah. That's at any one time. That's not in total for the dates at any one time. So you'd be in a queue waiting for somebody to leave (laughs) to get in. Like like the nightclubbing days back back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, one out, one in. Yeah, got my white trainers on, but I've got black socks on. Wicked. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that a thing, yeah, having black socks? Well, you put your black socks over your white trainers and no one ever looked down at your shit and thought you had shoes on. That's how I used oh. to get in if I forgot. You put <laughs> socks over your trainers? Well, over uh, white yeah. trainers and then they look like black shoes and then you'd got in the nightclub. That sounds like much more effort than just putting shoes on. <laughs> yeah, but if you were out and like girls, you, mates, you got, and that were like, "Come on, come, come on, go, put no, my trainers on." Yeah, I've got my trainers on. Hang on, let me just go and get some black socks instead of changing my trainers because that. Well, if you had black <laughs> socks on, Carrie Kitten, you just take them off and put them over. I don't know what so it's going to be. Overcome, adapt, survive. Exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. Thank you. <laughs> this is the most bizarre story I've heard. More drinks. God. This oh, is one up the hot air ballooning RC stuff. <laughs> Tony with socks on the outside of his shoes. Yeah, I got in the nightclubs doing that. It was good. Probably because they thought you were some sort of lunatic. Just don't don't make eye contact. Just let him in. He's got <laughs> socks on his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, could have been that. That's also, um, like, if you're sneaking out of somewhere with, like, the metal grape um, flooring, you can put your socks over your shoes to dampen the sound of you walking. (laughs) Is that 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 asylum, Jack? (laughs) Yeah, that was maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Who's, uh, so we're all going. Oh. Carrie, are you coming? No. Too far, isn't it, for you? It's too far. I forgot. And uh, there's some family stuff happening. So I'm staying at home. Mostly, mostly I did forget, though. And it's like, well, really? Is that on? Bam. <laughs> but the, I'm just I'm looking over here at my calendar and it's got six entries for that day. So that's not good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's, it's Father's Day this weekend, Curry. Are you up to much? I did, well, I found out that my family had forgotten until they looked. <laughs> I they didn't Father's forget. Day. I did not forget. Where's my present, bitch? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I always, I always need new games. Give me new games. Come on. Talking okay. of games. Are you allowed to talk about your game and what you put in the chat earlier today or not? I'm allowed to talk about what I like. It's our show, isn't it? Go on, then. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't for public consumption, potentially. The the simulator oh, is entering its testing phase of the mobile version, uh, of which Richard Warwick in the chat has got a copy and has tried it out. Um, I'm just checking out Android because I was fighting all last night trying to work out how to get a very large app to make it into the 100 megabyte limit, which you do with some weird things. But yeah, that'll be out soon. Uh, Hopefully within the next month or so. I just got one thing to fix and that'll be there. Is that Android and Apple or just Android at the moment? Um, iOS works much better than Android at the moment. There's one big bug to fix in Android, but it was much cheaper to become an Android developer than an iOS developer. So I thought I'd test out, see how hard it is to get stuff onto Google Play, quite hard and um, do some testing. So I'm just waiting for people to come back, see if there's any big problems detected. So, uh, can, you right fly so it, can you fly it on a Nokia? <laughs> <laughs> What's it running? Is <laughs> well, it running Android? The whole thing was, you can fly my game on a potato. 
meaning your PC, etc. So if you've got a crap PC, it'll run your game. So what's you know, will it's it? Will that it up now. It? He's got like ambient weather and all sorts. Oh, okay, it's all gone a bit. It's like then, yes, you it? can run on a potato PC. But when you take all that code and you just sort of put it onto a laptop, a phone, a phone, and you don't optimize it that much, then you need a half decent phone or tablet. Else, so, it, it, it no Nokia then. Well, I, I don't know. What is your Nokia running? I, I haven't got a Nokia. Snake. I'm jesting. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run it on a thirty-one. What was it? Fifty-one. Thirty-three ten. Thirty-three ten. It won't work on that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, just robbing, just robbing FPV with the 3310 over here. Got a wind-up landline. Will it run on that? Um, <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be like Doom, isn't it? It's going to be like <laughs> you run Gurikin Simon. We've got a toaster, camera, smart fridge. Run it on this ATM that runs Windows XP. <laughs> exactly. That's some old pinball machine. Yep. <clears throat> Um, have, any, have any of you guys got VR headsets? No. Yes. Only the PlayStation one. Only on the PlayStation. If you've, if you've got a, a PC that can run VR, so you can do VR games on a PC, try, because um, Tiny Whoop Go, uh, the Tiny Whoop sim, um, is actually VR ready, um, and not a lot of people know that. And if you try flying in VR, it is, it's an experience. Um, but have a sick bucket ready because <laughs> when it, when you're flying oh. full 3D, the, oh my, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of an experience. But if you've anybody out there who's got um, you know VR headset, just try Tiny Whoop Go in 3D. Um, it's it's just worth a go. You'll probably never do it again. <laughs> um, do, you, yeah. do you end up doing like the head tilt stuff? Oh yeah, you can it? turn your head as you're flying. Oh, no, oh, seriously, that it's, that's what VR does. Oh. Yeah, that'd, oh, be, that'd definitely be pretty fest. Yeah, just like thousands of hours in games and loads of times in Fat Sharks, whenever I'm on VR and I'm moving and I'm turning my head at the same time, within one hour, I'm having to go and lie down because I <laughs> want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a comfortable experience, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> before, before we wrap up, Nigel, is there anything else i mean obviously this is a, a tiny whoop uk kind of collective event of a load of clubs yeah uh, coming together to make it happen is there anything else going on in the tiny whoop uk world um well i think with the pandemic lots mm. of clubs like mike's i think it's a, a lot of clubs are in the same boat and they're trying to get started again um you know, speaking to a lot of uh, the guys that organise clubs, the biggest problem they all have is venues, is finding venues that are willing to have have it on. And sadly, some have lost venues due to the pandemic and mm. not being there. Some have been successful and found new venues. Um, um, but also just, just a lot of the clubs were building up and it was going really well only to be put on hold. And and it's, it's quite a thankless job being the, the mm. event organiser. Um, and if it yeah. weren't for people like Mike and, and you guys and, and you know and everybody else, you know there wouldn't be any. So I would I would encourage pilots when you see your local clubs trying to get going, give them a bit of support, go and go and fly with them. Um, you know because if venues don't see enough pilots turning up, um, you know we won't have those local meets and those weekly meets. So that's what we need right now is support from the pilots to help the clubs that are building back up, get going again. And if anybody wants to start a club and get one going, because we need more clubs, then Tiny Whoop UK and the, you know, we all speak together. There's a wealth of experience and help out there. Um, you know, uh, uh, Matt, Paul Jaggers, for example, has helped several clubs start up. Um, and all the organisers like Mike are always up happy to give advice to anyone. Um, but that, that's what it's about. We need more clubs and we need the pilots to support those clubs. Um, so just to get us going again, what mm. do you, what, what, you know, Mike, I'm sure you've got something to add on that. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you covered it all there really. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, we're racing every week we can at the moment. We're lucky that we've got, well, we've had to change venues. Um, 
but yeah, it's just great fun and everyone should give it a go, really. It's more a winter thing, isn't it, really? I think it... Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I put my in it, but I always think it is a winter thing. Can't no, outside. I think it does have a season because, we're, obviously, tiny ones can be flown indoors and everybody mm. wants to get the five-inch out and their X-class and, and everything else in the wings when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. totally understandable. Um, but, yes, traditionally, it, but they can be flown any time. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, you're you're right. In winter, they come into their own because then you can put the events on when the weather's not so good. Um, but then simulators are the same. Simulators come into their own in winter when, um, yeah. you know, when the weather's not so good. Indeed. Well, hopefully, oh. we'll see you all there next weekend. Can't wait. Um, should we call it there, guys? Yeah. Yeah. No worries. So don't forget, um, Wings and Wheels will be on next week uh, on the 26th and 27th. Is that right? That's correct. Right. Yep. Yep. No worries of June 2021. Uh, tonight, you have been joined by Andrew Safrank. Bye. Everyone's favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Uh, my little Tony. Bonjour. Uh, Mike. Cheers, guys. Nigel. Cheers. And I've been Brighton Till I Fly. We will catch you guys next week at 8 o'clock. Thanks to all the Patreons. See you there. Thank you, Patreons. And everyone who donated. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 See you next week. Telemetry lost.